In this week's episode, Josh and I talk about why it's crucial to heal from your past so that you can live a victorious life. So grab your cup of coffee and join us around the table for the one on walking in victory. What is up? Welcome to Coffee and Convos on this beautiful Friday. We are so happy you have chosen to be with us. As always, my name is Josh. I'm one of the hosts here, and I am joined by my lovely co-host, Becca. (laughs) So, Becca, how are you? I'm good. This week has been a... (sighs) I guess I would say quick. I mean, it doesn't really feel very quick, but... It's been pretty darn quick. I know we, it was Friday quick <laughs> and we were like, wow, I got to put a podcast out. Yeah. And uh, so sometimes it sneaks up on us a little bit, but it's been a really solid week. Um, it's been super duper busy. So um, just with, you know, my mom still healing, um, yeah. but she's on the, on the, on a good turn now. And so that's great. Uh Little man is just being hilarious and doing something new every single day. Um, work has just been uh, packed full of um, projects and assignments. And so it's just been a been a heavy week, but a good one. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited to get yeah. to do this now. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, you're right. Either. It's definitely been like a quick kind of different style week. Um, I, you know, I had two days off in a row, which never happened. So that was nice. Got to relax a little bit, but then I was like, oh crap, I'm going to have to work nine days straight now. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's been good. I'm excited. It's the weekend is almost here and not for for me, but for for you, (laughs) which will be nice. Yeah. Spend some time with you. Um, if you are new to the channel, welcome. We get to do this every single Friday and, uh, it's always so much fun. Uh, just to join around the table, have different conversations. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed last week's episode, uh, our interview with Og. If you haven't, go check it out. It was a really cool interview uh, about Og, who is a local artist here in uh, Ocala. And uh, right now we are still giving away a piece um, of his art that he self-entitled called Baklava. And so uh, it is, uh, we kind of did like a little challenge giveaway over on our Instagram. So go follow us on Instagram if you haven't already, Coffee and Convos. And uh, we've extended the giveaway until next Friday. So there's still time to win that masterpiece that he designed for Coffee and Convos. It's a really dope piece. Definitely go check it out. And uh, if you are new to this podcast, leave us a comment, leave us a follow, a like, a subscribe on iTunes. Um, we would love to have you along the journey with us. And uh, we also have a Patreon account, which is a really cool way to support the arts, um, which podcasting is an art form. So definitely go over, check out the Patreon. Uh, the link will be in the show notes. And a uh, great way to support this podcast if you love it and uh, continue to kind of grow with us as this thing expands. Um, tonight, we're, we're going to kind of just jump right into it. We, um, you know... We we kind of debate different topics on what we're going to talk on and just the season of life we're in, but also what we feel like the season of life people are in. Um, and I feel like as we approach this political season, you know, in a month, 
huge election and um, COVID-19 is still going on, um, you know, racial tensions. There's just a lot going on on the earth. And one of the, the things that is really close to us that we are passionate about that um, our ministry, Katharos, is really founded on is um, the idea of healing, hmm. um, emotional healing, specifically healing from your past. And uh, both of us have um, come really far in our journey as individuals, as a couple. Um, one of the very first steps we took as a couple was, um, you know, getting healing from different areas in our past that we maybe felt could be hindrances to our marriage. And so tonight we, we want to, sorry, I'm going to cut you off, but in areas that we didn't even know were a thing, like totally had no idea that it could potentially impact us. And I know we'll get a little bit deeper in it, but um, just, you know, if you're, if you're listening and you're like, Oh, I'm fine. Like my pet, like just don't tune us out yet. Like stay yeah. in. Um, to this conversation because it may impact you in a way that you never thought it would. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. And I think the thing about it is like, even if like you were to say right now, you know, like, Hey, I'm okay. There's nothing I need to heal from, you know, cause I, this kind of topic can come across two ways. First, it's like, well, here we go. It's like a Dr. Phil episode, right? We're going to uh, examine your, you know, all your crummy past or good past or whatever and find the areas that maybe need healing. And that's totally not what we're going to do. I would say, even if you feel like you're okay, you know, maybe the the wisdom and the conversation shared in this podcast could help somebody mm-hmm. um, that you know heal. Help you later on. Or help you later on. Yeah. So um, this is a really big topic for us because I really do feel in our culture around the world as humans, we get stuck. Um, it's like we'll we'll be on the you know the road of life and we're trugging along really good, and then all of a sudden it's like we hit a brick wall and we don't know how to move from there. And a lot of times, it is because of maybe something that's happened in our past, maybe something that. And when we say past, it doesn't have to be like your childhood. It could be a day ago. It could be a year ago. Um, I think all of us. Throughout life, we get these um, kind of like imaginary battle scars in our emotions, in our um, in our soul. And soul care is one of those things that honestly is not talked on enough. It's not um, it's not preached on enough in the church. You know, I feel like soul care is crucial. Um, to be honest, to be a healthy person, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about like doing a lot of exercising and doing vitamins and making sure you eat the right foods, which is all great, right? All that kind of plays together um, in in how you feel. But your emotions is often the least um, likely area to be addressed. In fact, I had a conversation um, with with someone uh, one time, and and I've heard this come up multiple times just from other people as well. So it just intrigues me. But the person was very like upset that they were having to spend so much money on a Christian counselor. Um, and it wasn't even that much money, right? I mean, we're talking, I don't know, maybe like 70 bucks a session, which, yeah, I, I could understand. If, if you're low on money or you live on a, on a tight budget, for sure, that could be expensive per session. But then I thought about it. I said, well, wait, let me think about this. 
Like, how often do we spend even more money on fast food, on coffee, on Netflix subscriptions, on all these random things that, though, yeah, they're they're fun, they're good, they're not necessarily beneficial to your soul. Yeah, to your soul, to to who you are as a person, and you know, and I've seen it as a pastor. Um, even now, you know, working in a marketplace job, like I, I see it in people all the time. A lot of times people go through these, I, I like to call them the ruts. So you'll hit this, you know, if you've ever been like trail riding, you know, like you hit these ruts and when you hit them, you know, because the entire Jeep, like, I mean, shakes and, and, um, these, these like divots, these little potholes. And I think oftentimes when we don't, heal when we don't like really walk through the painful parts of our past these ruts will continue to come out through come up throughout your life and that's why there's you know failed marriages that's why there's failed relationships that's why you know maybe your relationship with siblings and family and friends is not the greatest because these ruts keep coming up and i, I think oftentimes ruts are an indicator of like I need I need to go heal. Like I need to get some soul care. I know personally, you know, one of the ruts that came up in my life was just um I can I can be a very spiteful person. Becca can attest for this, <laughs> right? Um sometimes I just like I I kind of hold stuff in and then like I unleash it. And um there's a friendship I had, just wasn't a healthy friendship, and I was holding a lot of just grudge and kind of like anger and I realized like this was a cause for anxiety in my life like it was manifesting through anxiety and I couldn't pinpoint it and I didn't want to go to a doctor because I knew if I go to a doctor they're just going to put me on some medication and I didn't I didn't want that like I knew like man no God didn't give me a spirit of fear he gave me a sound mind and he gave me peace and so I need to to trust that he has um, those things for my life. And so I remember going to inner healing and then all this stuff came up about this, this friendship that I had. And I, and in the moment I'm just thinking like, where did that even come from? Yeah. Like it was so hidden. It was like, it was like we're hit on this smooth road. Everything's good. You know, we're doing like this kind of uh, checkup. They're checking on different areas of my life and my soul. And then we hit this gigantic rut and I'm like, Whoa, like I didn't even know that was there. Yeah. And I feel like this happens a lot. And guys, I just want to be honest, you know, you go out and you purchase a self-defense, whether that's pepper spray, like a weapon or whatever, to protect yourself. Oftentimes we fail because we're not equipped to protect our emotions and to not um, to not allow certain things. You know, if someone spoke a word over your life or if they declared something over you, if our emotions are not protected and on guard, we can very easily get ensnared and entrapped in the very place we don't want to be. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, right now, especially during COVID, depression's on the rise. Um, and, I, and I honestly think depression's on the rise for a couple of reasons. I think lack of community. I think we live in a digital age right now and it's killing us. But I think more than anything, people are stuck at home. And they're remembering all the crummy parts of their life. That maybe that failed job, 
um, that abusive situation, that failed friendship, that failed marriage, all these, and and we're sitting at home and we're kind of um, recollecting our thoughts and we're like, wow, like, and if you're not equipped to handle it, it can become overwhelming and and honestly, it can lead to depression, it can lead to suicide, it can lead to anxiety. You know, I think if if everyone went in for a soul checkup and really examine their soul, I think depression would decrease. Honestly do. I think anxiety would go away. I think this, you know, anxiety has almost become like a buzzword anyway in our culture. Everyone says they have anxiety. I mean, you know, they have dogs for anxiety now, right? Like you can get a service dog for anxiety. And not saying like those things aren't real, especially for like maybe soldiers who have PTSD. I get that. But I think a lot of the anxiety is just because we've had trauma. Um, remember when I was younger, me and my mom got in an accident and this guy sideswiped us going like 50. And it completely like dazed me and my mom. We, we found ourselves in a ditch. I like woke up. I'm like, whoa, what just happened? This was before cars had airbags. So it was just uh, a difficult situation. Well, in the moment, because the adrenaline was kicking in, I didn't feel anything. I felt like, yeah, I, I was kind of sore, and um, I think I had like a gash on my head and stuff like that. But overall, like I could get out of the car. Well, it wasn't until a day later that I had severe whiplash. So did my mom. We had issues with like our back, all kinds of stuff. And I realized like, wow, car accidents cause trauma. And I think emotional damages throughout our life cause trauma and they cause these um they, they cause these ruts what what do you think um i think you kind of hit on it a little bit but i think the thing that speaks the most to me is just that idea of like normalizing healing um mm, that's good i think just like you said and this, this isn't to diminish those who are, are truly struggling, but it has become a cultural thing to have depression. It's wow. become cultural to have anxiety. Um, and almost to the point where if you're not struggling with it, I think sometimes you look for things <laughs> wow. to, so that you struggle. And, I, wow. and it's almost like you're getting left out, which is just super sad and not how things should be. Um, so I think like, you know, and it sort of is getting normalized with the, you know, everyone doing self care and stuff. So I think that people are starting to see that there is a true demand for healing. Um, and it, and it might be disguised in different ways. Like I said, self care or whatever, but doing those things that bring you mental rest, that bring your soul rest, that bring you physical rest, all of those are a part of healing, whether you think you are or not. Um, the kind of healing we're talking is is going that extra step to say that this isn't the kind of life that God has me to live. And so I'm going to um, seek out what is causing me to hit those roadblocks. Um, but I think at the same time, we've also normalized the idea of things being wrong and that's just life. Wow. Like you're supposed to just live with wow. it. Um, 
you know, especially like for Josh, you know, when he struggled with eating and all of those things. And I could tell like when he would drive, like on the interstate, he would get really tense. And, um, I could tell that he was anxious. And I think, you know, because he struggled with that for years, it just became normal at that point. Like it just was something he dealt with. Like it yeah. just was who he was. And I see so many times people who who have anxiety or depression or, or whatever it might be. It could be an eating thing. It could be, um, I mean, there's just a number of things. It could be like a legit physical thing where you have this chronic pain hmm. or you have all these things. Like all of that stuff can be rooted sometimes in um, unforgiveness. And, and that might sound like totally crazy, but your body physically acts up when your soul is not healthy. And so you can start to tell when your soul isn't healthy, when you especially physically go downhill, um, when you can't seem to get through things, when you can't seem to make that churn or change your mood or do all those things. It's time for a soul check. Um mm-hmm. And that's what we need to normalize instead of it just being a, well, this is just life and I'll get over it or whatever. Or, you know, I'm just, I'm always going to be anxious my whole life. Like comments like that and thoughts like that are the enemy. And those are word curses that you're putting over your life. You know, if someone has told you that you're a bad friend or you're not a good mom or you're whatever it might be, you're never going to amount to anything. All of those things are word curses. And whether you realize it or not, those take latch of your life. And then you start to follow in those tracks almost sometimes without even knowing you are until you've hit the, you've hit it. And so Josh and I try really hard um, to be mindful of the things that people say to us, to be mindful of the things that we say to each other. That if we've said a word curse, um, it could even be something where I'm looking at someone and this is terrible and so super judgy and I try never to do this. But if I did and I looked at someone and I was like, oh, geez, I'm never going to be like that kind of mom. Hmm. Like, even though I want to be a better mom than whatever it is, I've put a word curse because I have I have come with this like arrogant spirit of yeah. like, this is what I'm not going to be. Well, guess what? There's a good chance that I could end up that way because I was arrogant and I wasn't watching the things that came out of my mouth. Not to mention, I may have also cursed her yeah. instead of her, you know, being a, a kind person and saying, man, I hope she has a better day. Yeah. Or saying things like that where you're speaking life. I mean, that's why it talks about in the Bible that your sword's a tongue, that you have the ability to speak life or death. Like those things are legitimate. Like the Bible doesn't just say it just to say it. Like you have to, like you have to watch the things that come out of your mouth because you can immediately put yourself in the grave just by your own actions and your own words. And like Josh said, like taking those things and protecting yourself. If you know that you have a really bad relationship and you start to struggle, like as soon as you're around them or you think about them, A, you need healing from them, but it might be time for you to like walk away from whatever it could be. Um, If there are things that you notice that when you watch, you act a certain way. When you listen to it, you act a certain way. Yeah. Well, just cut the cord. Stop. Don't don't partake in those things. Why? Because you need to make an active choice that you're not going to allow these things to get into your soul because your soul and you matter more than whatever that that circumstance, whatever so that thing might be. Um, but that's why. <laughs> oh no! Wow, you're preaching. Just preach. Um, 
there was a, a lady, I'll never forget it, um, back when I was in ministry and serving full time in ministry. She had she had come to our church and um she never liked to be touched. Like she didn't want handshakes, she didn't want any of that. And it was just very very strange, um, not normal behavior. You know, some people are kind of more socially introverted and they don't want to like shake people's hands. This was very like if you even like reached out, she would kind of almost like scream in a way. And I was just mm-hmm. I knew something wasn't right. And um one day one of the ladies in our church went over and just kind of ministered to her and um she had called me over to help pray and you know, it turned out this lady was severely abused mm-hmm. as a kid, physically, verbally, um, basically to, to kind of round it all out. She was told she was a worthless piece of crap. Mm-hmm. She was nothing. And um, that word curse, that horrible trauma, yet again, right? This might not be physical trauma. She might not have broken limbs or you know, black eyes, but there was, she needed to be in an ER unit um, uh, within the soul, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. She had severe trauma and that had manifested into, if I allow anyone to touch me or get to know me, they're going to see this worthless piece of crap. And that's where a lot of people – now, that's a very extreme case, right? You might be listening and thinking, whoa, that's extreme. Like, that's not where I'm at. Never had great parents. I had a great childhood. That's awesome. But I promise you, it's it's life. This is going to happen. Not, it's not all white picket fences and, you know, uh, rosies. Like, this is uh, this is life, <laughs> right? This, <laughs> this, is, uh, this happens. Yeah. You're going to hit something. There's going to be a relationship that happens, a friendship, something that, you know, a big one for people is work-related stuff. Um, You know, work is work, right? So especially marketplace jobs and ministry jobs, you're going to encounter things that just suck. And if you don't know how to deal with those within your soul, a lot of times they manifest in some kind of way, whether you're going to like one day decide you want to become the Hulk and you're going to leash out on everyone whether you internalize it so much that you start just um, becoming very angry. Or whether you're the person who is doing it to others. Right. You know, like I think that check not only is, are you experiencing it, but are you the one who is putting that kind of feelings into someone? Like, are you being encouraging? Are you direct? Are you speaking life to someone? Or are you the one who's causing someone to, you know, struggle in healing and, and, things that they're going on in their life. And so that's a, a self-check for you as well. Yeah. Um, because that stuff matters, you know, I, you know, just what you said, like work is work, but work is where we spend most of our life. It's true. You know, it just is. And I'm sure that we, some, you know, wish it wasn't always that way, but it is. And so um, if you're not being edified, if you're not being cared about, in your workplace where you spend most of your day every day, that's a huge issue. You know, you either need to find another job or, and if you're the leader, then you need to like change the way you do things because people not, it's not just a like, Oh, here's a lollipop all the time, you know, great job or we'll get the next time sport. But 
there's a way to constructively do things and there's a way that you're just ripping people down. Yeah. And that has, you know, and that stuff can get rooted into like personality types and knowing how people take, how they receive information or, or, you know, criticism. But, um, that stuff's important. Yeah. People are a value, whether they're below or higher. Um, and so that's something, you know, it's good to do just a self-check in general. Sorry, yeah. I mean to cut you off. No, um, uh, doing a self-check is, and that kind of brings me into my point here. Um, I think if you're listening right now, do the self-check. Ask yourself a couple basic questions. First, is there anything that seems to plague me consistently? Right? So what I mean by that is, like, is there something consistently in your life you know, every day I get mad at this time or every day I get sad or depressed um, at this point of the day, then that is a plaguing issue. And that's something that, listen, there is freedom for every person who wants it. I believe it. Uh, Whether you're a believer or not, I I think even going to just a regular counselor is great. I, I think you should, any person on this planet, if you're listening, you should go get a self checkup at least once a year. Just to check in and, and see, man, there is an issue here. Okay, let's deal with it. Let's take it in. Let's address it. Let's figure out a solution and a strategy to work past it, right? It's, it's just like in the in the game of football, um, the offensive coach, he's strategizing how to get past the defense. Okay, well, a lot of times these soul wounds, as, as I like to refer to them, they are defensive walls within us and we have to sometimes bring in an outside source to give a strategy of how to move around them right sometimes it it, it's as easy as like you hit a brick wall but you don't realize you can climb up and over Mm -hmm. you just keep running into it because i think we perish for for a couple reasons lack of knowledge but also from um our unwillingness to seek help Mm -hmm. and i'm thankful that Sorry, I'm going to cut you off. And I think the third also is just, like, not wanting to deal with the pain that could potentially rise up. Yeah. But I think there's so much freedom in dealing with it, moving past it, instead of having to live with it forever. It's that same thing that I was saying is that normalizing something's wrong. Right. And just acting like it's just a piece of my baggage that I get to take with me. Like, no. Deal with it and move on. It'll be far less painful and much yeah. easier to function through life when you have that dealt with. And then sorry, stop sweeping it under the rug. <laughs> Josh hates. I hate stuff being because here's the deal: it, when you sweep something under the, under the rug, what eventually happens? It comes out. Right, a guest comes over, whatever. Someone the comes rug accidentally rug. <laughs> moves, and then what do you have underneath the rug? A bunch of junk. Yep. Right. And so that that happens in our life. Eventually that stuff will come to the surface. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. And when it does, it's not going to be pretty. And not that maybe people are going to judge you, but you you could start developing tendencies that were you just don't need to have and and could have easily been avoided if you just was said, you know what? No, that ain't right. I'm taking it. Whether, you know, sometimes listen, I'll do a self checkup on myself. And I'll just kind of go through my soul. But sometimes you need an outside voice. I think every person needs a counselor. And by the way, uh, a place we highly recommend, My Life Council. They're located right here in Ocala, Florida. Um, this is not like some plug to try to get them business. So it, this is they truly have helped us. They've helped me. Uh, I've been there. 
um, amazing people who truly care, and uh, they're affordable. So definitely go check them out, My Life Council, and then the Healing Place of Ocala, uh, a great resource to do if if you you know want to kind of do a more spiritual. Um, what we refer to as inner healing, that's a great place to go uh, and just really examine the soul. But we have to have resources like that in our life. I think that should be the number one medicine right now in the world should be soul care, should be going in saying, hey, what's going on here? Let's talk through it. Let's. And, and honestly, I know for me, I, I went to one session and that's all I needed. I'm figured out a solution to move past the the wall I had run into. It might take three sessions. It might take an entire year, maybe even two years for you to move past. But guess what? A little progress is better than no progress. And uh, I always, you know, said this to our students when I was a student pastor, you hold the key to your own prison cell, Mm -hmm. right? So uh, it doesn't make what that person did to you at whatever point in life right? They could have horribly mistreated you, right? And that does not justify that. That does not say, hey, by forgiving them, uh, you know, somehow I'm I'm saying what they did was right. No, no, no. I, I, you're definitely um, not forgetting necessarily what they've done, but you're forgetting the past so that you can move forward in who you were meant to be. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, you have, you now hold power over that thing that had power over you. Mm-hmm. And you can walk out. It's like, you know, you're standing behind a shackled prison, you know, cell. And the the guard says, you know you can leave, right? And you're like, no, no, can't leave. I'm in here forever. <laughs> no. And then he said, yeah, but look down in your hand. And you look down and there's a key. Sometimes all we need is a person like that to say, hey, by the way, you, you have authority over this. Mm-hmm. You have a key that if you would just reach out, you can actually unlock the lock and leave. Like you don't have to be there. You don't have to be shackled to your past. Mm-hmm. Your past does not um, give power to your future. It only gives power to your future when you allow it to give power. And I think uh, often we we get trapped and we hit those ruts and we hit those potholes and um you know, hopefully this podcast encourage you, like, as two people who have overcome a lot of different things in our past. Um, and continue and, to. And continue to, right? This isn't a one-stop shop, right? And I think there's going to be times where you do inner healing and you you work through whatever it might be. And then you come to a point or another season in your life where you sort of hit another block and you're like, ooh. Okay, and that's where that self-check keeps coming up. Of It's not just a one-and-done kind of experience. It's a continual, like, checking in on your soul and saying, when you hit something, oh, maybe I need to go to handle this again. Like, yeah. or, and, it, and it might be something completely different. Um, could have been something that just happened. You know, whatever it is, um, that stuff, you don't want it to take root. And so you have to continually do a self-check. But, yeah, I hope – I definitely hope this encouraged you guys. I think that um, if you're struggling – seek help um you can always reach out to josh and i um if you're in the area definitely check out those two places if you want to continue in finding healing um but ultimately um we're here we're we're uh we're championing you on and we're cheering you on and uh we want you and everyone that we come in contact to walk into total freedom um and total healing because that's Um, that's what makes life so beautiful. And that's the life that God's called us to live. 
So we love you guys and we will see you next week. We will see you then. Love you all. See you next Friday. Thank you.